time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. The major ingredient of any recipe for fear is the unknown. And here are two characters about to partake of the meal. Miss Charlotte Scott, a fashion editor, and Mr. Robert Franklin, a state trooper. And the third member of the party, the unknown, that has just landed a few hundred yards away. This person or thing is soon to be met. This is a mountain cabin, but it is also a clearing in the shadows known as the Twilight Zone. Episode number 155 of The Twilight Zone was The Fear, and uh, uh, th- th- this, was, this was a refreshing change from uh, the last couple of weeks, because I actually liked this one. Ooh, me too, and uh, honestly, I, I, it is a sigh of relief that The Twilight Zone can go on like a good note, except for it doesn't next week, but this is, this is, <laughs> I... It, it, it really is a good feeling that this is basically the the series finale in my book, and it is a solid, solid episode, and kind of you know exemplifies everything that the show is all about, from the name to the the uh, plot to um, really just those two things. Well, I I compare this to the X Files because you know they brought the X Files back for a couple of, you know short run yeah. seasons, and. The last episode where they, you know, were like supposedly going to wrap up like all the alien mythology stuff, it was hot garbage. <laughs> but like two or three episodes from the end, they they did one that was a comedy expert, uh, comedy episode, yeah, about like you know multiple universes and things like that, <laughs> which was absolutely hysterical. So to me, <laughs> that's the X Files uh, series finale, and we're just not going to talk about uh, about the rest of it. So hey, I, this is this is our this is our series finale of of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> we just didn't record next week. <laughs> we refuse to acknowledge the bewitching pool. Always have. <laughs> so um, this uh, this particular uh, episode uh, features uh, Highway Patrol uh, guy uh, Robert Franklin and Charlotte Scott, which. Those are two. Uh, they're definitely two Twilight Zone names. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of times they just had like a, a, a big board with with like first names <laughs> and last names, yes. and they just like threw darts and okay, there there we go. Which which by the way is not the worst way to pick names. It really isn't. As long as you remove them from the board, you're golden. Yeah, because like you know, M Night Shyamalan when he picks character names, it, it's like. It'll literally be like he'll name a character Oswald Cobblepot, and and that's like legitimately <laughs> supposed to be their name in the real world. Uh, <clears throat> they're they're just like I, I I'm not sure what process he uses, but it, it's it's very strange because they they just Poor M Night. <laughs> it, it it sort of fits like his just style of movie making in general, really. But oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You know, I heard uh, uh, what is it? Knock at the door, knock at the cabin, whatever with Batista. I heard that's pretty good. Knock at the cabin. Um, I haven't uh, I haven't seen that one yet. the The last um, the last thing I gave a shot to was uh, the um, uh, the Unbreakable sequel. 
with uh oh, yeah 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 with, with with Samuel Jackson and and Bruce Willis God rest his soul mm-hmm. um that yeah I think that was the last one I gave a shot and that one wasn't horrible but it it also you know I saw it, I saw it with uh, my my future wife in the theater and neither of us have wanted to see it again so <laughs> that, that sort of tells you how how that one went um, God. So these two are trapped in uh, in uh, in Charlotte's cabin because uh, basically just a bunch of strange things happen. And, you know, like they, you know, they, they can't see, uh, um, you know, they, they basically can't see what's going on. So all they hear are a bunch of strange noises outside. Right. And the episode's kind of starting to get set up Kind of like the monsters are doing Maple Street. There's just strange things happening. Can't explain them, and you don't know what's going on. Uh, except, thankfully, unlike the monsters are doing Maple Street, <laughs> you know they they basically decide to you know to to actually work together and and, and get through this. Right? Not immediately. Yeah, they they don't immediately start stoning each other. Was it on The Simpsons <laughs> when they parodied the monsters are doing Maple Street? Was it on The Simpsons that they were like, wow, 45 minutes, barely took any time at all? I can't remember what that was from. <laughs> well, no, so I, the, the Simpsons did have the, uh, the, the actually, the, the X-Files crossover, ironically enough, where That's right. uh, Lenny has the greatest single line in history where uh, M- Mr. Burns, as, as like the alien is coming out of the coming out of the woods and he says i bring you peace and love and uh uh lenny says it's bringing love don't let it get away and then carl says break its legs uh but i don't think that's the one you're referring to oh by the way keith i uh i forget to if if i i I don't think i said this came across an article that said the simpsons are good again so spread the word tell misty um, I've, I've maintained that for, uh, you know, a couple, couple seasons now. Yeah. That, that, uh, yeah. you know, they, they were kind of iffy for a while, but the last, uh, the last couple seasons have been, been pretty solid. Yeah. You were the, you're really the, the first person to, that I at least heard say, uh, say that, that, you know, not necessarily it never got bad, but like, you know, it's not as, it, it was never as bad as, you know, everybody else, uh, and, you know, popular yeah. opinion had it. Um, for those of you who haven't been listening to the whole series, first of all, why are you listening to this episode of, of all places to start? But uh, yeah, we, 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 we had that uh, we had that discussion that uh, you know it, it was never it was never ba- ba- basically my wife and I uh, rewatched The Simpsons, and if you watch it continuously, it's not that bad. If, if you just jump in and out, I can see why you would think it was uh, yeah for sure. Why it was not that great, but but if you if you just watch it all the way through, it's pretty good. So, you know, give, give them a rest. Give uh, <laughs> them a break. So they make it through the night uh, with all these, you know, strange things going on uh, outside. And, you know, to their credit, I mean, it, it kind of sounds like World War Three is going on outside. You know, there's bright flashes yeah. of light and, you know, I, I uh, the... Um, uh, the state trooper's car kind of moves on its own, and and you know you could you could you could you could be forgiven for thinking that uh, that something strange is going on. Yeah. Uh, um, especially and, when you know you only have. I mean, for all intents and purposes, the state trooper and Charlotte are strangers, so you know they don't necessarily right. know if they could 
trust each other. But again, like you said, <laughs> they actually band together. And maybe that's the beginning of the message of the episode. Yeah. And what, one of the things that struck me as funny is like they actually like even though all this is, is going on, like they, they still like they both they both go to sleep. Yeah. And I, I personally have never been in a situation that um, seemed like it might be an alien invasion happening or maybe a Soviet invasion. So, someone li- listen, it sounded like someone was invading. That, that's all I'm saying. Uh, if that happened, I would probably be up for a couple days straight. I, I don't think I would be just like, oh, wait, sorry. I, look at the time. I, I got to go to bed. Yeah, I'd at least be tossing and turning. Yeah. Uh, even if I tried, even if even if for some reason I was like, yeah, yeah, sorry, I got to stay in my routine. I'm probably not going to be able to sleep that night. I'm going to be a real grouch if I don't get my eight hours. <laughs> I know we just saw a gi- like giant fingerprints all over the car, but, but I've yeah, got to get my I, 40 winks, my man. Yeah, yeah. If I only get 38 winks, you don't want to be around me. Listen. I, I'm listen. We're gonna try to get to the bottom of this thing tomorrow. But if if I don't if I don't get a good night's sleep, I'm not gonna be able to. So I'm not gonna be any of use to you. So see you tomorrow. I uh, yeah. I, I better wake up to a complete breakfast too. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it uh, that 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 always struck me as weird. But it, it's not just this episode. It's not just the Twilight Zone. That happens a lot in. Uh, in, in it certainly in pop does. Culture. Yeah, so what, what, you know, it's it's still funny, but you know. <laughs> it's always funny. So they wake up, they have their complete breakfast, uh, you know, <laughs> featuring featuring all these items here, and uh, they. Uh, by the way, we're now sponsored by Cinnamon Toast Crunch, just in case you're part, part of this complete you know, breakfast. In those '90s commercials when they show a complete breakfast, it's always like a bowl of cereal. Two pieces of toast with butter, a glass of orange juice, and a second glass of milk. That's a lot. That's a lot of liquids you're putting in your kid before uh, before you put them off to work, uh, put them off to school. And there's always like a grapefruit in there too. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get it's your fiber. Good. Yeah, everybody has that every morning. Yeah, with, with that weird spoon that, with the teeth normal. on it. Uh, so they. Um, <laughs> So they they're walking around outside trying to get to the bottom of this thing, and uh, you know, first of all, they find like a giant footprint, which is uh, which is a little funny. And then uh, Charlotte, um, you know, she she falls, and suddenly there's this giant five hundred foot alien in front of her, which which also struck me as funny because, like, it, it's not like in the middle of the woods or anything; it, it's like a clearing. Yeah. And she yeah. doesn't see the thing until she falls. <laughs> they also haven't seen it yet. And it was so big that you could probably see it from, like, <laughs> the next town over. Probably, yeah. Um... And, <laughs> you know what? I'm not poking holes in this episode. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's still funny. And, and, and still, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, still, still great, but... Um... Uh, and uh, I don't know if you can see it on the uh, shelf behind me, but I actually have one. Oh my gosh! Get the heck out of here! Yeah, I, that's I, awesome. Because uh, his uh, he, he's very distinctive because his uh, his his head is is just was one giant eyeball. <laughs> yes. Which 
We'll get to we'll get to this in a second, but I wonder if that's what the aliens actually looked like, or if that that's just what they came up with for their distraction. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, because I guess basically, we'll see the... despite the fact that it's like five hundred feet tall, um, Robert Franklin, in being a true American, Heck the yeah. first thing he he does is he he tries to shoot the thing, and you know, <laughs> yeah, man, he stands up to it. He doesn't back down. It's a it's legitimately a David and Goliath situation, and he uh, you know takes a shot. He shoots a shot. Uh, he he does, and uh, almost immediately the giant <laughs> alien starts to deflate. Yes, it's a big old balloon. It's yeah. uh, I think Charlotte calls it a uh, uh, an escapee from the Thanksgiving Day Parade or something like that. Yeah, which, which that, that's fitting. I I, I yeah. like that. Um, and, uh, so, so it's a little like, um, the, uh, the invaders with, yeah, you know, yeah. with the, the, the little aliens, because, you know, it's basically the same idea, except I think these guys are even smaller because they're, 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 uh, uh, <laughs> but they, they, uh, they basically, uh, you know, rather than, than getting killed on earth, they actually just, just beg their, uh, their leaders to, to let them go. It really is funny, like, when they, uh, when Robert and Charlotte are looking through, like, the little window in the deflated alien at the, like, little tiny aliens. Um, <laughs> it's so heavy-handed, like, the little aliens saying, oh, great leader, please let us go back to Earth, let us go back to our own planet. It is, uh, it's great. This episode rules. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, you know, sort of hinted that uh, maybe there's a little maybe there's you know possible uh you know something going on between uh the the highway patrolman and uh and ed charlotte because uh you know they're he, he basically says that uh you know i think he says uh you know if if uh if uh giant aliens ever did come uh he, he thinks uh, she would spit in their eye so it's awesome you know um you know nice little message to to wrap up the twilight zone <laughs> Yes. Um, there's nothing the, to fear but fear itself. The the, the end of the Twilight Zone. The uh, last on, legitimate episode. On on that on that happy note, the the end of the Twilight Zone as 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 we know it. Um, I uh, did, did you actually uh, did did you see the news? It probably got overshadowed by a couple other things. Mm-hmm. Um, there was somebody I think like in I think it was Nevada. Who actually like they think a UFO landed in their backyard and they saw like giant ten foot people walking around in their backyard. Oh my god, please. That'd be the best day ever. <laughs> so basically not not five hundred feet tall, which which by the way, I, I should point out, this alien was not five hundred feet tall. Correct. Um like it kept being referred to as five hundred feet tall. Like, that, that's a that's a Mark McGuire home run. You know that, that's <laughs> that's very very large. That that's that's a third of the Sears Tower. Yeah, it's a it's a fifty story uh, building. Yeah, yeah. Not only first of all that would be visible to everybody in the area, but you know, like they would have known what was going on if the alien was actually five hundred feet tall. I will say, uh, ten feet tall alien, um, just as creepy, if not more. That's like Slenderman territory. Yeah, but I mean, if if you're you know, I mean, l- listen, they're trying to get the NBA going in Nevada, so you know they were interested. <laughs> of course, 
course, is extremely relative. It depends on who can look down and who must look up. It depends on other vagaries like the time, the mood, the darkness. But it's been said before with great validity that the worst thing there is to fear is fear itself. Tonight's tale of terror and tiny people on the Twilight Zone. Cabotron?